welcome back to Absolutely Marvel and DC. My name is Benny, that is Sal, and today we're going to be talking about the current state of Superman. In our continued effort to find topics to talk about, and there being no news on Marvel or DC's generalized front, we're going to keep talking about comic books, because that's where it all started, and they have fixed Superman. But today's episode is brought to you by Into the AM. They sent me more shirts to show off. I like camping, but I don't camp. Ever since I got into the army, I refuse to camp now because they made it no fun. Because they're, they're, they, they would take me out. They're like we're go, we're gonna we're going out for a uh, we're gonna go stay out overnight. So grab all your stuff. Cool. Don't turn any of it on. Why did I bring all my stuff? <laughs> anyway, I don't go know. check out Into the IM for incredibly co- uh, soft shirts. They also come with blank ones if you just want plain shirts. These are probably some of the softest shirts that I've bought that are not like fifty dollars. Uh, and you could use the code absolutely at checkout or click the link down below to get yourself our discount code on top of that. So. But seriously, I love big shirts that are soft, and they're yeah. always stupid expensive. No, I know. So, yeah. But these guys sell theirs with nothing on them if you want soft shirts, and they have really cool designs that you don't see everywhere else. That's really cool. So, Nice. All right, so uh, I am not super, super fan of Superman, okay? Like, I'm, I'm throwing that out there now. I have mm-hmm. read a lot of Superman, and I try to jump on to every one of his runs, but the only one that ever hooked me was New 52 Superman. Only uh, I, I know that's not a fan favorite. I know that. No, no, no. The only reason I think it did was because I felt like I was at the beginning of his journey. Yes. So it's like, I think I can be a part of this because I, I don't have to worry about so much Supermanism stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. No. The, the, the amount of Superman that I've read, I've read like a metric ton of Superman, but it's all thanks to the marketing of the death of Superman. Like when right. Superman died, I read Superman 75, and then I read all four Superman series. Like, I read Man of Steel, Action Comics, Superman, uh, Web of Superman, you know, all the Superman books. Well, well, that was, uh, was, I had to say, I had the exact counter uh, uh, issue with that. I got Death of Superman, and I read my first comic book, which was Superman time and time again. But every time I tried to get into Superman (laughs) back in the 90s, there was like, Hundreds. It's like oh yeah, it was all over the place. <clears throat> no, it's true. Uh, the, the, well, the, the, I think the reason the, that I was so fortunate to get into Superman then was because, whereas previously to the death, action adventure, Man of Steel, and Superman were all about Clark Kent, Superman, and Lois Lane and Perry White doing the same stuff, right? Unless he's fighting vampires or whatever. They changed the complete formula so that like. Man of Steel's about John Henry Irons. Action Comics about the Eradicator. Superman's about the Cyborg. And Adventure Superman's about Superboy. Like, each one had a different protagonist and a different idea of Superman. It, it was a brilliant marketing stroke that introduced four characters that are still here today and still used in the same level of prominence than they were 30 years ago. Right. That's un- heretofore unprecedented. And they did it. And it's weird because, like, also, there are... Hundreds of long boxes stuffed with all those books. Oh, all yeah. the Superman books from the 90s. The, uh, the issue I had back in the day was my, I, I bought comics in the 90s with my allowance. And my allowance was $5. Right. So that was like two books a week. So whenever books like Superman would come out and there would be like four or five of them, I never super got into it because like, okay, I, got, I can get two this week. Exactly. But like, am I going to get Superman for the entire month? Because I was a Batman fan. I love Spider-Man. So it's like, or yep. do I get one Batman, one Spider-Man? Because like Batman always had detective. It always had Batman. And I think back then I used to read more detective than actual Batman. That's fair. But <clears throat> like, it was easier to pick what, how they weren't related. Yeah. So Spider-Man had a very similar problem. You had Amazing. You had Spider-Man. You had Web of Spider-Man. You had Spectacular Spider-Man. Which is also why I think the Clone Saga kind of got me out of reading Spider-Man. Because when you can only get one or two books at a time, the Clone Saga is yeah. like... 
Ah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, because each week there's at least two books. Uh, no, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. So I had the same issue with Spider-Man, which is why I didn't get super into Spider-Man until actually the uh, the Tobey Maguire run, and then I was old enough to buy my own books, and I started. You know, there I had a go. job at that point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my own disposable income. Yes, exactly. So, but that brings us to the current state of Superman. Now, Superman's been through quite a lot in the last 12 years. <laughs> yeah, like, that's seriously. statement. So, no, Man true. of Steel started, like, so we got the New 52 launch, which was a reboot across the board for Superman. We got rid of the yep. marriage. We got him, we reeled him all the way back to just after Superboy era. We had Grant Morrison's Action Comics run, which was also a very starter point for Superman. People hated it because there was, a, but there were some fans of it, like myself, who liked this different take on Superman, which is why a lot of times when people bring up Man of Steel, I say, no, they were more closely emulating the current Superman, which is a younger Superman, which was more jaded to his treatment in the world. And while I agree after, you know, years have gone by that that is not really Superman, I agree with right. that. Like true Superman is hopeful, always finds the good in people. Yeah. We, the same problem we had with New 52 Superman is the same problem we had with Man of Steel. Right. But we did all of that, and we got the rebirth where, oh, that was confusing as hell. They decided to bring back the old Superman, but keep the new Superman. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That was that was baffling. And then, of course, they had to – I mean, we were all on board. I, myself, was like, I'm not on board for the new 50 Superman. Let's move on. Old Superman shows up. Like The only good thing that came out of Convergence was that whole status quo. And then they were like, oh, no, they're the same Superman. Let's merge them together. I'm like, yeah. all right. The, and that merging storyline was like a great send-off for New 52 Superman, but so yeah. weird. Because it's like, all right, now the Superman you all know and love with classic memories now has the New 52 timeline memories in his head. But he's also yeah. a married again to Lois, and he has a son. Yep. Um, and let's ignore all of that. <laughs> well, let's ignore the Wonder Woman stuff, because that is really complicated. So yeah. that never happened. That didn't happen. Yeah. Then, then re and then there was that weird period there where they decided that, okay, so he's here, but no one else's memories have been affected. Right. So no right. one trusts classic Superman. Or certain certain people's, because I remember the, the big Mixus Pitlick story arc where they're merged. Yeah. So it, it implied that there was like a ripple effect. And I'm like, no, you can't, you can't backdoor a crisis just by merging two Superman together. <laughs> like you can't, because that's a crisis, right? If you're, if you're like, oh no, the whole world, their histories have changed, their stories yeah. have changed. Like that's a crisis. Yeah. And if you make it just, no, no, it's just localized to Superman and his stuff. That's that's lame. Uh, that being said, I I thought I remembered like, because I remember there was a whole run where like, New Fifty Two Superman died, and then. Our Superman was the one that was back, but no one remembered him, and they were like, "I don't trust." Like Batman doesn't trust him, right? Because I mean, he's like, "You're you're I older than me clearly, and weird." There yeah. was one, it was only like a ten issue run, and then they realized this wasn't working, right? Um, but I remember there was one scene where they Batman and Wonder Woman came to the door to get him, yeah, to do something, and they were very clear. Well, we don't trust you, but we don't have yeah. another Superman to go get. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> and it's like this is not going to work. This is really confusing and weird because, like, the whole point of it is to get people to read this stuff and to be on the same footing. If everyone's like, I don't, I'm confused. Aren't they? Don't they know each other? It's like you're 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 screwing up if you have your audience get confused by what's happening after your change. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. So then, so they, that only lasted, I think, max a year. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, we, we also forgot during, <laughs> I'm actually making a video on this. 
Uh, part of this whole change of Superman, oh, everything we're talking about, by the way, guys, is all the weirdness Superman has gone through since New 52 because he was fine till then. It was just yeah. normal Superman up until then. Well, and he had already been through some crazy stuff. Like, he had died. He had come back. He had a mullet. He was blue. He was two people. <laughs> like, there was... He'd gone through a lot in only, in a very small span of time, and yet, yeah. like... This was the most complicated time of his, of his history. But I, we forgot, before they decided to merge the two of them, they had that weird, and, is, and I, I literally said, I'm making a video on this, the era that DC wants you to forget, the DCU era. <laughs> oh, where, he was, where he was depowered or unpowered. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he had, had the T-shirt. Low, he lowered powers. And it was T-shirt and jeans and a motorcycle, and he was traveling the country. Well, and he had, and then he had, like, kryptonite powers for a minute because he was like, well, maybe if I just do, just douse myself in kryptonite, I'll get my powers back. And <laughs> yeah. then it's like, I'm dying, but also if I punch people, like, green shoots out of my hands. Like, this is... <laughs> Nothing, none of this is working. That was the Greg Pack era of Superman. And I remember and they being also like... Had the, didn't he have like a weird like black goop that he was doing stuff with too? It was like oh, on his yeah. eyes. There was black goop somewhere. I, I think that was <laughs> towards the end. I actually... It's funny because I was looking into the t this era for one of my video, my ranty kind of hype videos. And I was I want to do the era that DC wants you to forget. And I'm going to talk about DCU. And the, the, the clear... The issue that happened in DCU... This is a bit of a tangent, but trust me, you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> mm -hmm. The issue that happened in DCU is the exact same issue that happened in Infinite Frontier. They came out and decided continuity... They wanted stories over continuity. Remember, that was the tagline in DCU. We're just going to put out stories. We're not going to worry about linking them. They're, like Somewhere down the line, we'll worry about that. But we're going to have Robo-Ears Batman. We're going to have Powerless Superman. We're going to have a new costume in Wonder Woman. But don't affect the Flash. The Flash is just going to get a new ability. And that's all we're going to do to the Flash. It was the era of nothing is going to link together. And it tanked yeah. horribly. Sales went so far down during this era because nothing was interlinked. There was no reason to buy multiple comic books. And then we went to the DC Rebirth era, which going back to our Superman story, we'll get back to that in a second. Yeah. But Infinite Frontier had the same motto. Mm. We're going to do 30 Batman books, but they're not interlinked. Why aren't they all selling? <laughs> uh, well, the, 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 I, I have a suspicion about that, and I think it's because Infinite Frontier was... <sighs> okay, this is a little bit of a tangent myself, but I'll, I'll, I'll link it together, I promise. Um, editorial needs to be absolute, and if they have a... Like, you know, there used to be a time when editorial just supported the creators, and, like, they kind of, like, just made sure that the story slash line was adhered to and uh, on track. That's their job. Their job is to keep everybody on track. Right. And make sure that they look good and, sound, you know, have all the right punctuation and stuff like that. There, there's a lot of roles for different editors. But editorial, the concept of the capital E editorial, is there to make sure that the book, that the trains run on time. That's, right. the, that's the real important thing. And to make sure that the continuity works and everything just fits together and it's not confusing and baffling for the reader. And sells. It's a complicated monster of, of work that is a thankless job. And as we've established, Marvel and DC are, have editors in short supply for some reason. Uh, and when I say that, I'm being facetious because it just seems like nobody's working. But uh, then at some point or another, and I want to say it was probably during like the Paul Levitz, more like the Dan DiDio era. And the, and the Joe Quesada era. When Dan and Joe got in charge, they were suddenly like, well, Jim Shooter really was, was responsible for this. But in any case, they're like, I want this to be the story. Go make it happen. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. How about let the creative people come up with the story and you right. just make sure it works. But if you don't have editorials back or if editorial doesn't have your back, 
your story is just gonna just just drift and never be for and, and and never get its footing and it's gonna be forgotten the reason why like Bendis was able to dictate what happened at Marvel for like three or four years isn't because he had editorials backing although he did it was also because he wrote 12 books yeah like he wrote, he wrote his old continuity throughout the- he, yeah he wrote his he dictated that- what De- what Marvel was doing just by virtue of being the one who wrote it yeah that's exactly what Joshua Williamson just did with the Dark Crisis, Robins, Batman, like all of that tie-in stuff he mm-hmm. was headlining and taken care of. Right, but he's and not so, an editor. Like, Josh no. is not an editor. He's not in charge. And the reason why Infinite Frontier flo- like floundered, I think, is because he wasn't writing everything. He was writing big books. And he, he wrote Infinite Frontier. He wrote, uh, you know, the, the, the stories that led towards his uh, Justice League Incarnate and later Dark Crisis and eventually got into, like, Robin and the other books. But before that, in front of Frontier, just a name and maybe one book. And nobody knew what the hell that meant. And I promise you, nobody at DC did either. And <laughs> that's why nobody, people were like, oh, new Infinite Frontier, that's the new status quo. And everybody, I remember being like cautious about, whoa, this isn't like Forever Evil or, you know, like the new 52. Like, it's not. This I is love just Forever Evil. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you call it that because it's a story. Infinite Frontier isn't a story, but it's not necessarily like a concept or a status quo. That was the issue. Yeah. 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 Remember, like, the Marvel, like, New Age of Heroes? And it's like, what is it? Or the Heroic Age? And I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, we don't know. And we never answered it. Like, <laughs> it was just, we're in the heroic age now. I'm like, oh, cool. Does that mean like the heroes are going to succeed? Like, does it mean it's like an unprecedented time for heroic? Like maybe more teams? Nope. Just, we're, just we knew we needed to call it something. And that's, I think, what happened with DC. And just nobody was, nobody was driving the bus or not enough people were on the same page to drive the bus. Because as we've established, a lot of these guys, you know, they're just trying to tell their story and do their job. Yeah, right. it's not it's not like it was where where they're all in the bullpen and they're they're bouncing ideas off each other like physically in a room with a whiteboard like you know we just talked about the, the, the death of Superman the Superman room like there's actually some behind the scenes footage we should that you, people should see that's really awesome of all the Superman writers and a couple of the Superman artists in a room with a whiteboard talking about what's going to happen for the next yeah. year and you really need that and I know that they have Zoom meetings and stuff like that but it ain't the same. No, no, being in person is always different. Than, I mean, I, I'm all for it. It can work on Zoom, but no, it's definitely better to get it. That's why they do those summits. Everyone goes out to the summits. Right, but the summits are now virtual too because of like COVID and restrictions and stuff like that. And some people just can't afford to go. So it's like, yeah. you know, you need the summits. The summits are important, but you also need like monthly or bi-monthly bullpen meetings where it's just like yeah. we need to get together and hash out what we're doing. And editorial needs to toe the line. And we're not getting that. And that's yeah. why Infinite Frontier was like, what is this? What What is this? And it's That like, was the problem. It just felt so aimless, Infinite Frontier. Because yeah. on top of there being a through line, it's the same issue with the MCU Phase 4. Yeah. While there is a through line, there was so many extra stuff out there, you couldn't see it. That's what it yeah. comes down to. Well, and Marvel refused to call it Phase 4. Remember, like, they were like, oh, like, I remember Feige after Phase 3, like, after, um, after Endgame. I remember Feige like really dodging the question about phase four. He's like, well, no, we're not really in that right now, but we just called it that anyway. And they were like, all right, fine. It's phase four. But like phase four is going to feel a lot more disjointed and weird because we're not actually in a phase and it's not building towards anything. And it's like, oh, well, then I don't know if I want that. Well, they were slightly (laughs) building towards the multiverse and Kang. But anyway, we're way off topic now. Back to Superman. 2016 is where the problem started. 
because we got Tomasi on Superman, and it was incredible. Everyone yep. loved it. It was Superman and his son. He was mm-hmm. teaching his son to be Superboy. They were having a great storyline. That is still my favorite recent run of Superman. Absolutely. And then Brian Michael Bendis came in and blew it up. <laughs> the Bendis, the Bendis, the Bendisification of DC really messed everything up. Uh, it did for a lot of reasons. Um, Trying to see when did he start? Was it 2018 or 2019? Oh man, let's see. I'm looking to see. So what basically happened is Tomasi was writing this great story. 18. It, 18. <laughs> And it was doing well. It wasn't selling like gangbusters, but it had a core fan base enjoying what was going on. Yeah. And then Brian Michael Bendis, who wrote, like you put it, half of Marvel basically, created yeah. superheroes like Miles Morales, Ironheart, all these different characters and everything has done well. He's written Iron Man, Spider-Man, like you name it. He did it over there. X-Men, Avengers. X-Men, yeah. Avengers. He left Marvel and went exclusive to DC. Yep. And one of the terms was that he wanted to write the current future of Superman. And this is where the problems came in yep. because he was supposed to break the doors down. He was going to do a <laughs> Lois Lane reporting storyline, a oh, Superman yeah. storyline. He was he was going to do his John storyline. And he they booted Tomasi, from what I could tell, unceremoniously. Oh, yeah. Off no, the book. I, there's nothing official about that. But, like, let's, let's put it this way. Uh, Tomasi don't work there no more. Yeah. And, uh... If you ever meet him in a con, he's always really grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> because people bring up what he was doing on DC, like we did. Yeah. But it's like, dude, your table is covered with nothing but Super Sons. <laughs> so what ended up happening was Bendis came in, and this is where for me, I dropped it. Because he decided his intro was like, remember the car that Superman was holding in the first issue of Superman? Like, he was like, I've read all Superman so I can be on point with the continuity. But the problem with that was he read all Superman, but he decided to pick up where he wanted to pick up. Oh, I want to start in the 90s Superman. I don't want to go current Superman. Mm -hmm. So he did things like out his identity, end of the marriage, age up John Kent. Everyone's hating all of this. He's getting flack across the board. Sales start going down. Fans start fighting over it. I remember back in the day, it was like 2019, we were doing maybe even the weekly poll. But we had that one fan that would show up and like get pissed at us if we did. We would say like we don't like the the Metropolis <laughs> reporter story. Yeah, and he'd be like, "It's not for you guys. We love it." And I'm like, "It's not selling. What are you yeah. talking about? Like, who's we?" <laughs> <laughs> that, like, it was like such a weird time for of uh, Superman. It was yeah. Well, and it was so unasked for. Like, it it didn't it didn't blend. It didn't like morph. It was just kind of like hard stop, restart, and. If you've ever, because uh, that was also yeah, the worst of it is, it was all during a period of transition. Because like, yeah. what was the big thing going on in Superman during the Tomasi era that everybody was talking about? Obviously, it was Mister Oz, and it was the Doomsday Clock. Yeah. So, if if you are driving a manual transmission on a hill and you stall, <laughs> <laughs> you're effed, unless you really know what you're doing. And even then, it's going to be clunky. It's going to be an uncomfortable restart. And it was. Doomsday Clock got delayed in a big, heavy way. And Mr. It was Oz, to be- whatever Mr. Oz, remember the, he was, the rumor was that Mr. Oz was going to be Ozmandius. You're right. Ozymandias. Yeah. That was what he was supposed to be. But I, well, I'm sorry, people, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, 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 I don't what, know what if he was ever be? supposed to be that. He, was, he turned out to be Jor-El. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> that was like what? And I remember, uh, yeah, that was Bendis being like, "I guess I have to address these things." And it could be them be going like, "We're building towards something, man. You gotta at least throw him a bone." And he's like, "Okay, great. I'll 
ruin Mr. Oz and John in one fell swoop. Yeah. Like the with thing one is, I, miniseries. The problem with the John age up, I think it could have worked. It really could have worked. Superman is missing these years from his son. This uh-huh. this is a problem. The problem with the John age up is once that story was done, because that story wasn't bad. Oh, John came back. I missed these years. What do I do? They should uh-huh. have found a way to reverse it. Because not only did Superman miss those years in John's life, yeah. we the readers missed yeah. so many stories of a young Superboy. Right. Well, and, and you'd already established him as a player in the DC universe. Like, you've, yeah. you have made him part of the Super Sun story and that book and its own world of stories that could be told that they were like, I guess we could tell in between stories, like that's how Tomasi kept getting paid from DC was just by doing forgotten and invisible Challenge of the Super Sun books that like half the readership was able to find. I know that when I was doing research to try and get some more Super Sun stuff on the channel, I found Challenge and Adventures and tie-ins. And the only reason I found that, I wish I could find the person I, that tweeted this. A yeah. person tweeted up every appearance of the Super Suns. And half those books, I didn't know existed. No, of course uh, not. I knew about challenge. I didn't know about adventures. Right. I right. <laughs> yeah, digital exclusive series. Yeah. That that was that was an issue, and it's one of those issues that I think is it, it is emblematic of one of the major problems with the big two monthly comic books, and it is the fact that creators don't future proof their stories. They don't think about the ramifications of their actions or what they're what the ripple effect is. I did an episode of a show I did like a long time ago, about three, three years ago where the, the subject was let's ruin Marvel comics by making what is what, what looks like harmless changes to the character. And the reason for the exercise was number one, to pitch fun ideas, but number two, to prove that an idea is not enough to execute it into a monthly intercon- interconnected universe Right. Because you don't, you need to think about the effects of that idea on the larger world. When you age up John, or you change Wally West to being black, or you do any number of significant changes that you don't that you don't think about because you don't care about the character, right? right. Because like you're like, well, I don't really care. Like if you're Bendis, you go, well, okay, like John's a little kid, but like I have a teenager and I want to tell stories about teenagers. Right? Like, that's that's why I right. did it. Like, there's no other reason to do it if it's working and successful and people want it. Like, right. the only other reason is because you want to do it. But you don't think about, like, the impact that has on the future of your stories and about what you need to go through in order to undo it. Because if you if you undo it, right? Let's say we, uh, we de-age John now. Now that John has been established as being bi, and there being a huge fallout of that, not only want to talk about like the the negative vitriol about it, just just the conversation, the national conversation oh, about yeah. John Kent being bi, and that and that meaning something to people who are bi or yeah. people who are LGBTQ plus, whatever it is. But like now we're gonna dial it back to when he's like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I know you, you can't right? do that. You well, and because if you do, you're gonna have incessant questions about that like we know he will be by or we know that he uh you know you're asking about the sexuality of a child now and it's like that yeah you, you have now polluted and complicated the conversation to the point where you can't actually do the things you want to do because too many people are talking about the thing you don't want to talk about anymore but all yeah. that could have been pre- could have been prevented if you just didn't do it in the first place and yeah. that's my main problem right like I, and i'm not i, I want to say i actually i i, I don't the john them, stories are fine right? 
I'll the, just say the, the Jaws stories by Todd Taylor are great. I like yeah. what I have read. Right. I'm not a fan of the overly uh, environmental, political, geopolitical <laughs> thing they're doing. Like that's normally what loses me on those stories. Naturally, but but I loved like when he crossed over a Nightwing. I've loved the stories yeah. that I have read about Super. Uh, Su- uh, what, what was it called? Son of Kal-El. Superman. Oh yeah, Son of Kal-El. Yeah, yeah. So I've read. I've enjoyed what I have, and it's fine where it is now. I think it's okay yes. now. But you're right. It went through this weird period where he aged him up, did a storyline about what he missed and about the crime syndicate, like, torturing him. Oh, my God. And then in this, in those books, John just kind of got pushed to the side. Yeah. It was like, all right, well, I did my story. Yeah. John's over here now. Back to, <clears throat> back to Clark. I, I, by the way, I have a solution. We, is this the place to do that? Yeah, why not? I've got a solution for the John thing. And uh, it's not bad. <laughs> what? Because, um, like... As I said, there's a comp- there's complications with just going. John gets hit into a time tunnel, and now I'm 12 again. But I'm but I remember having a boyfriend and stuff like that's so yeah. complicated. And you how can't- would you even handle Jay Nakamura? By the way, right. uh, we're still dating. Oh, but you're 12 now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's over. You can't do that. Like y- you can't do that. So okay, what do we do? Um, you Legion of Superheroes him, and I don't mean you send him to the future. What you do is <clears throat> you have. Superman, like, go back in time, save John from, like, the hole. Like, he, right. he fights Ultraman or whatever his name is and brings him to the present and raises young John in the present, knowing one day he'll have to go back. To put him back in the hole and yeah. deal with all that. Yeah. Right? Like I, I, I'll give credit to Tevia. Tevia had an interesting idea, but I don't think it. I don't think it would work because then yeah. you're stating that one John's not the real John. Right. But his idea was this aged-up John mm-hmm. is it's actually a clone. not a clone. It's mm. the John of Earth three. So the real John is still on Earth three, and we and we get him back, and he's still twelve. I love that idea. You you'd have to do some explaining, but that was his idea, and I, I want to give him credit for coming up with that. We talked to, we were, I think it was I think it was one of the streams I was doing this weekend. Because if you guys don't know, Saturday Sundays I try to stream superhero games on my personal yeah. channel, but I yeah. think he brought it up there. Yeah, I love that idea. I, I you know, I hell, then you it, can do, make him... it doesn't eradicate everything that's happened. You can easily say that this John's just trying to be a good guy, right? But we also get back Super Sons. That would be so sad. That, like, okay, so the question is. Because you could also say he's John from the Dark Multiverse or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> he escaped the Dark Multiverse and, like, went out of the firing pan into the fryer. You know what I mean? Like, right. okay. But I like the idea that he's an imposter. He's just like, I, like, yeah, my father's Ultraman. And I wanted a father. Yeah. So I just said you were my dad. And so he's a good guy. But yeah. Then, but, we, but then we have some interesting story developments because, like, well... This is my actual son, but I've also lived with you for the last three years of the rolling timeline. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, the only issue is, like, the, the problem there, I think, may be that uh, you already have, like, a, a copy. So, like, you have Connor. <laughs> well, I think, that's, I think that's why they won't do anything like that. Because when yeah. they did, they're relaunching the Superman family, which is where this discussion's going. We're going to talk about Action Comics 1050. But they also are bringing back everyone and they gave Superman two new Kryptonian children. Like- that was like, I, I, I didn't, and that's, we're talking about Superman. I didn't read the War World saga. I was just like, I didn't I'm either. Not, I'm not interested. And then I, I find out he up. comes back with two kids like, like the thing did in friggin' whatever the hell. And I'm like, <laughs> no, what are you doing? It's too He's many. Got- well, I think they were like, we want to get a young John back. We want to have those young adventures again. Then do it. Don't like make <laughs> two extra copies. 
That's what they did. But you yeah. also got to realize J- uh, Damien's finally aged up. Damien's not 13 anymore. Damien's no, he's like, like 14. Like it's- yeah, he's like, he, but he's aged up to where they're not going to team him up with the new Super Sons. Like, well, bring two of them. Bring two back. We'll get- <laughs> I don't want that. Like, that, that is so complicated. And not even complicated. Like, I get it. Oh, two other people. But it's so crowded. <laughs> like, and that's like, that's one of the biggest problems I have with, like, these books. is just, like, how crowded they get. And yep. I and some of those worlds work great, you know. Like I don't know why, but speedster fans love speedsters, and they're so inclusive. They're just like, "Oh, are you fast? Guess what? You're in the family now. We're all fast. <laughs> Literally, all our power is the exact same thing. And there's ten of us. Let's I all run. I, I, I think I have an idea why they do that. As a Flash fan, okay. Yeah. As a Flash fan, I love the family, but you're right. They all have the same power, and I think I know the reason for that. When I give you a story about the Flash, you're go, okay. Well, the Flash is either going to run faster or learn a new power that involves being faster. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. But now there's like eleven of you, and I, right. I don't know what, but when you when you pepper in things like Wally's kids, or yeah. you pepper in Wallace working with Wally, right. or Barry needs to go help another speedster, that's when the story I think takes more of an interesting turn in the Flash family. Yeah. And you don't run into a problem of like Batman going to Superman. Okay. We got to be really creative because Superman's just going to throw that villain into the sun. Like right, Batman doesn't right. even need to be here. No, it's like true. I thought. I thought Mark Wade did a great job with that Batman Superman uh, World's Finest book. Oh yeah, where it was a magical based villain and they had to actually work together because too yeah. often it's just Superman. Can you punch this thing? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And, and we so, see that in every like team up, like where Superman shows up and he's like, "I beat the guy." Anyway, we need yeah. to talk. Yeah. But 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 the Flash family, they're all the same power set. Yes. So I think that's why it works, actually, because mm. they all have the same f- run fast. So you can have Barry, like, I'm analyzing the thing. Wally, don't! Oh, no, Wally got stuck! Oh, Wally, stop! Why is everyone running in? Oh, yeah, it's what we do. Like, right. <laughs> Yeah, but some places that works. And other places I'm like, uh, you know, we just, like, what was it? Uh, Williamson just teased the first issue of the new Green Arrow series that he's writing. And uh, we saw, like, the Arrow family. And, oh, my God, it was so big. <laughs> right, and it's huge, and it's like, you know what? Like, I didn't think about it before, but yeah, you know what? That works out great. Like, So, Superman, because basically, so let's wrap up Bendis, and we'll go into this daughter DC and what we're doing yeah, with yeah, this, yeah. okay? So, Bendis comes in, ages up John. I don't even honestly know what happened after that, because after that, I, I kept reading that for a little while. Yeah. And then I dropped it. I was like, I don't like, this is not at I, all the Superman that I I, I literally read Man of Steel, and I dropped it. I'm like, no. And yeah. I was right to do it, because... <laughs> History's on my side. Oh yeah, no, we definitely, we definitely won on this one because very few people even mention anything that happened in the Brian Michael Bendis era, and it's it's sad because I like Brian Michael Bendis's writing. But me too, me too. It's he just did. I did not like what he was doing as Superman. No. So okay, so now we're in the dawn of DC, which brings us to Action Comics 1050, which kicks this off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Action Comics 1050, I think, did an amazing job of just changing things around immediately, and the mm-hmm. first thing they did was. Lex acknowledged his history. Yes. But he also acknowledged standard Lex. I need to be the villain for Superman. So that, well, at first he's like, let's work together. Yeah. I kill people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, 1050 starts off with Lex killing Manchester Black. Yeah. And using his power to wipe everyone's memories of Clark Kent and Superman being one and the same out. Yeah. But not only that, if Clark tells somebody who wasn't protected... Yeah. They have a stroke, which right. is what happens to Perry White. 
Just so funny. I, I love it's like what if, if you tell anybody they become violently ill. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, that's that, that's a kind of a real fine point at the end of it, but I'll take it because the next writer will forget. Well, what I also loved about this, though, is they're like, yeah, but everyone around the Kent farm was in a shield, so they're all fine. So that's <laughs> that's John, that's Lois, that that's so Mon funny Pocket. to see the shields. And, like, you know, Batman's like, yeah, I'm good, too. I had a thing. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, the, I, it, oh, so, yeah. Uh-huh. The Bat family and the Titans, they've got mental shielding, so they're fine. They, they, yep. they all know who you are still. <laughs> right, exactly. It's amazing. It was, like, such a, such a way to, to be like, hey, don't worry about it. Everyone important. Yep. He still knows that you're Clark. It's fine. Exactly. We got it all down. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he goes and demolishes Lex, which I thought was great. It was really <laughs> cool. Yeah. And he keeps like the new power set change that Superman has. And it's like, that's oh, smart. Yeah, what's, it like, what's it? Dragon Ball Z instant transmission? What the hell is that? That's just, yeah, I can, I can teleport or something. I'm like, all right, whatever. He's just really fast. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I dig it. I, I like what they did. And they basically have in that one issue, put away his identity. Yep. Put away John's identity. So no yep. one knows who John is for the future we're going Except into. Except for whatever his name is. John is still with Jay. We didn't wipe Jay out. Yeah, that Jay remembers because he was in the room. Yep. yep. So Jay, so like their relationship's perfectly fine. Lois is perfectly fine. Mom, Pa, Ken are perfectly fine. Every superhero is perfectly fine. Yep. <laughs> and Lex is back in jail, even though he acknowledged. I love the comment of you died in Dark Crisis or you died yeah. in Death Metal. You, you died one of those times. Yeah, it was in Dark <laughs> Crisis. He's just like, yeah, you died already. Like, yeah. So... It was great, and it's right back to this, like, status quo of, like, we're back to normal Superman. Yeah, and it's funny, like, you know, I, most people that I hear who talk, who have this kind of conversation, they, they usually complain about how, um, like, ah, oh, here we go, continuity's got to be preserved, and it's like, you know, there's not, th there's nothing wrong with that if it, like, makes the stories better or makes it more compelling or or fixes a, a mistake. And I, I think yeah. that the, the, the identity thing was just, just a, just a big old mistake. Uh, there are a couple of good ideas that came out of it, you know? And I, and I, and you can justify Superman's decision to even out his own identity, but like, clearly he just didn't want to do that. Like, it was just like, I'm going to make a huge sweeping change in this character because I just plain don't want to do that. Right. Which is like, like that's that's well, so and lazy Superman and lame. And his identity are some of the most iconic things in comics. The glasses, the Clark yeah, the glasses. Kent like that's the biggest thing. It's the it's the yeah. identity. Anyone, anytime anybody thinks about secret identities, it's the glasses. Right. It's like when they got rid of the trunks, and there was a lot of complaints yeah. about that. And it, I like I got it because that's so iconic. The trunks yep. on Batman and Superman. Yeah, and Superman brought and Bendis brought back the trunks. That yep. was like his like olive branch. Like, don't worry, I brought back the trunks that most people hate, but I got rid of the identity. <laughs> like, so now they've announced moving forward we're gonna have a superman book like yep. what okay these are the characters in the superman family which i think runs into the problem they're all just kryptonians with super strength yeah we have superman we have the kids from war world we have john we have jay not not jay nakamura uh what's the the chinese superman? yeah uh kenan kong kenan keenan kong i thought it was yep. i thought it was keenan who cares Keenan, Kenan, whoever. It's weird that they're bringing him back, of all people. I, I, I think that's From just what Josh Green. Like, he remembers. was super popular. He was. Like, in, in his demographic. Like, over right. there, he was super popular. Makes sense uh, to me. Natasha Irons is Steel, so we're bringing her back as Steel. Okay. Um, we got Supergirl, and we got Connor. Yep. They're all back. And Connor's got the coat. I just want that known. Got the leather coat back on. You know, he's good. I mean, he's he's had that coat now for a while. They've they, Even though I think most fans remember him, with the like t-shirt and jeans yeah that's the bigger era 
they're like, well, but yeah, but the guy who, write, who writes it's 40, so he, he remembers it being, uh, <laughs> being, being a, a leather jacket. So that is the new su- uh, Superman family and what they're doing with it. And I'm excited. Like, how do you yeah. feel about them just getting it back to where it was? We're not back to Tomasi era. We're basically no. back to like before everything. We're just back to classic Superman. We're resetting. Right? It's like Bendis never came here. Yeah. Except basically, for the John yeah. thing. Like well, the only they, thing can't, we, they can't go back at the John thing at this point. Because they so. can't fix it. That's <laughs> the problem. You can't go back. Um, I, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hooked. At least I'm, I'm interested. Um, I love the art teams that are going to be on the book going forward. And I, uh, you know, I'm always willing to give it a shot. As a kid, I found Superman to be kind of boring. And, Same here. That was the issue I ran into with him. Right? Like, it's it's kind of boring. And month to month, like, if you go back and read, like, the old books, especially the older books that, like, led up to the death of Superman, they were doing stuff that doesn't seem terribly Superman. Even Superman himself. Like, post-Crisis Superman is a character that I've idealized over the years. But if you look back and, like, actually read his books, he has, like, a lo- he has very little patience, and he's really kind of short with most people. Right. He's kind of like, oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, there, there's, like, there's these weird alien people that live underground that he has to deal with on a regular basis. There's like these, these news kids from the thirties all coexisting. It's just, there's a lot of Bibbo Babowski and, and his whole like cadre of characters. Like there, there's a lot of like baggage. Didn't he bring back Bilbo or Bil- Bibbo? I hope so. I know oh, Bendis. I thought did. I thought Bendis brought him back. Bendis did bring back. I remember Bilbo being there, but, uh, I don't remember it being to any significant acclaim. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it was a little weird. It, you know, it wasn't like, cla- you, 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 when you think of Superman, you think like, oh, you know, the sun's going out of orbit or, you know, <laughs> like, right. makes you spit like his back and he's got to make him say his name backwards. But like, actually, most of the Superman books are kind of like these weird bizarro stories about like vampires and underdwellers and uh, intergang or, or Superman, like a lot of Clark Kent stuff, you know, like, yeah. oh no, like Superman's with Lois, but like, here's this sexy new person. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm excited to see it because, as I've gotten older, I've, I've understood why Superman is important and why he needs to exist. And I'm more excited for people who want to write Superman. Like, the part of the reason why I was like, hyped to hear that Bendis is going to write Superman is because he was like, I love this character and I can't wait to tell my story. Yeah. And I'm like, baller, let's go. Then you read it and I'm like, well, I'm glad you're excited. Good for you. Bye. <laughs> I'm glad but, you're enjoying it. Right? I'm glad you're enjoying it. The, the, most, the most damning compliment you can ever get is well it looks like you're having fun like thanks uh but yeah this uh i mean i know i know josh's work from everything we've seen it before and uh i'm hopeful that it's like a new direction this this is a good olive branch to the audience yeah uh we'll see what happens i'm i'm hopeful i think as long as the art is great because that's one of the things that like was a hallmark of the older books for me was like Tom Grummet and you know uh, Dennis Cowan and uh, Dan Jurgens and so forth, like just really really good artists on these books. Right. Uh, make sure you get some top tier talent. That's how Spider Man should be in Marvel. Like Amazing Spider Man should always look great because yeah. because what else are you spending your money on? I and uh, and and it doesn't. I know. I know. Bagley's <laughs> on the Spider Man book, the one that's in the Spider Verse. Yeah, that terrible. baffling thing. Yeah, I don't like what he's doing with it. It it's feels horrible. Just, it feels rushed. Like everyone's poses yeah. are weird. And I was arguing about this the other day. I was like, I the Spider Verse book is terrible because Spider Verse. I mean, it's, the original made some great characters. 
Yeah. And it feels like they're trying to rekindle that by making yeah. new characters, but they're just getting terrible with it. Like, yeah. we have Talking Car Spider-Man, Giant Actual <laughs> Spider Spider-Man, yeah. uh, Fashion Designer Spider-Man. Like, yes, yes. None of these are going to hit Spider-Gwen numbers, guys. No, like, <laughs> no. Well, and you could tell because um, Spider-Gwen was just a cover. Yeah. And then they were like, make that a book. And then they made it like a little backup, and then that was it. Like, so... But anyway, let's wrap up the Superman talk here. Yeah, you Superman. Know, this has been a, a long enough episode. Are you excited I, for this? Like the, I am. I, I, I'm excited anytime I have a shot to get into a, a superhero that has been around forever. Yeah. Like, this might be the one that hooks me back in here. Tomasi was the last time I got really hooked into it. New 52 yeah. before that. So what if this is another shot for me to actually be excited about a Superman book? Same. Because I didn't read that Action Comics until you and I talked about it. or somebody No, somebody in the chat over the stream over the weekend did that. Mm. They were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to check out Action Comics 1050. I'm like, I'll throw that out. I'll download that, see what it yeah. is. Yeah. It exactly. actually made me interested. I kind of wanted to read the story before at the return of uh, Kal-El. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I need to... Now that War World's over, I need to sit down and read it because I was like, I'm not going to read this month to month. I don't want to be stressed I, out and frustrated. I don't know how we'll long see. it is. I got to look into it, though, but I'm curious. So Yeah, like how many books are there? Like, is it just the main action comics title or were there all these other tie-ins and stuff like yeah. that? Like, I'll have to look into yeah, it. Yeah, I got to do some research. But all right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of Absolutely Marvel in DC slash Absolute Comics. For those who are watching, we are still on a pseudo hiatus until news starts rolling out. We're expecting it to be in full swing by next week. But who knows? Maybe we're going to have January off at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not complaining, Sal. I am not complaining at all. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next time right here. Check out our sponsor, Into the AM, for incredibly soft t-shirts.